Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Fashion Hive. We are sitting here in a new location. We're actually at the, wait, what's the place called? Rumley Tractor. The Rumley Tractor in Kansas City. So we're really excited to be in this venue. We're um, having model rehearsals this weekend. Everything's going really well. And we are here today with Tisha. She is our CEO of Kansas City Fashion Week. So go ahead and introduce your bit and tell everyone about you. Hi everyone, I'm Tisha Barber and I've been the president of Kansas City Fashion Week for the past 12 years, um, but I recently acquired the company from our former CEO, Phil Willoughby, in May. And so this is my first season as the CEO of Kansas City Fashion Week and we're really looking forward to having everybody. We've added a lot of events this season and it's gonna be an exciting season with all the designers that we have. Well. First of all, thank you for having, you know, thank you for being on uh, the show. Um, it's something that, you know, Phil and, and yourself were definitely champions of the podcast when we came to you uh, as a team. And so we're thankful for that, giving us an opportunity to do this. But, um, you know, one of the things that you talked about is adding all sorts of different events. Um, what we've seen already is, is a lot more buy-in from the fashion community here mm -hmm. in Kansas City, which I think is great. Um, but what would you say is, you know, I mean, we, we've added several garden parties or two now. Um, and, and what would you say is your probably most fun event that you feel that you've added? I mean, there's yoga, there's the, I mean, all of these different events that you've added. I mean, what would you say so far has been your favorite? Well, um, I think my favorite one that we've added, and we actually started it last season, but it just keeps growing, is the designer gallery collections. Um, and our one of our designers, Gracie Key, but she's also on our committee, um, she kind of spearheaded that event. And I think that's probably my favorite one that we've added. But I do love that we've, done, we've started Kansas KCFW Fashion Fit, um, where we're doing puppy yoga and different health and wellness classes as well. throughout, And that'll be throughout the year. That won't just be um, just during the week of Fashion Week. So I'm excited we started both of those things. I'm really excited for the um, garden parties next weekend, and I'm so excited for the gallery too because I didn't get to go last time, so I'm really excited for this one. Well, and I think there's a component to it that, yes, everyone wants to see something come down the runway, um, but then when they're at these events, even if it's puppy yoga, I mean, they get to show up and, you know, really be themselves, and we've talked about that the past couple of episodes of you know, be yourself unapologetically. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that, you know, there's a level, another level of component to, to buy in and then really rallying around our community to say, listen, it doesn't just have to be, you know, the runway show uh, for you to interact with us as staff, for you to be involved with designers and models and all of these other opportunities. Um, so I think, I mean, I'm really excited and, and, and I would say, you know, you can feel the excitement both on social media, um, you can feel the excitement in the room when we have different events. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. And, and, you know, ultimately I would say the biggest component, especially since coming on is, um, you know, the opportunity to network, mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing to, again, sit at the runway, but then, um, even, you know, last season we had, um, the bubbly and bow ties. Yeah. Um, and that was a sellout event. We had so many different business, um, you know, stakeholder community holders uh, or community stakeholders, I guess I should say in the room. Um, and that's, that's awesome. So I'm excited to see with you as CEO now, um, you know, where we go. Um, and, and, you know, not that anything before was, was bad um, because Phil was great, but, you know, definitely excited to see the new leaf and the new chapters. So Yeah, I'm excited as well. And, you know, Kansas City Fashion Week has always been um, really 
we've, we've always wanted to be involved in the community. But I think with doing some of these things like the puppy yoga and different things, like the, having the pre-events, that just, I mean, we're, we're donating money to different charities through these things. And we're, um, with Fashion Arts Fund, we're getting more involved with giving scholarships to designers. So um, I think, and with me being CEO, I'm just trying really hard to get more involved in the community. Um, so our audience, you guys will all be hearing this on Wednesday the 19th, so, or Wednesday the 20th, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, the 20th. Okay, so Fashion Week has just started, so um, put our audience like in the shoes of Fashion Week. Like, What are they going to experience when they're coming this season? Oh gosh, well, you know, staff-wise, we show up at like 7 a.m. every day, so we're there ugh, from 7 a.m. to probably like midnight. Come every, bring us coffee. Every day, yeah. If anybody wants to bring us coffee, there's a Parisi in Union Station. We'd be happy. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's four days of runway shows, so even before that, we have four or five days of events before that too so we're you know we're running around we're pretty tired um but you know there's just uh, there's just a feeling you get when you walk into union station and you're there for the runway shows and it's just like we love what we do um so it doesn't feel like work it just feels like we're all a family and we're there to be with each other and make the runway shows happen um so you know we have models that show up around 10, 10.30 to start hair and makeup, depending on if you're getting a photo shoot with your designer done. And then we start rehearsals and we have rehearsals running all day from like 12 to five. Um, and then doors open at six. <clears throat> and then the show is about two and a half hours long each night. And you know, then we get up the next day and start all over. We run it back. Run it back. So, I mean, to Shaylee's point or to, to Shaylee's question, I think, you know, one of the things that, um, a lot of people don't understand is the opportunity both as businesses um, and then as a consumer prior to the show and showing up. Do you want to walk us through a little bit of what that's like specifically um, Friday and Saturday nights when we have the most vendors? Yeah, um, if you are a small business owner who has a product or um, even just wants to promote your business, we do have vendor tables available throughout the entire week. But um, like Santos said, Friday and Saturday nights are usually a little busier um, just because that's the night. And then we also have a vendor market on Saturday, and that will be Saturday the 23rd. And that is free and open to the public. Um, so you can sign up as a vendor, have a table from 10 to 4 that day, and then stay for the show that night as well. So the, the doors would be open at 6, and the show would start at 7.30. So you would, you would have all of the attendees throughout the day that are just within Union Station walking around that could shop at your booth. Um, and then you would also have the over 700 attendees to the show that night that you would be promoting your brand to. Yeah, it really is a great opportunity because you're putting yourself surrounded by people who love fashion. So especially if you're like a boutique owner or a small designer or jewelry or beauty or makeup, like everyone around is going to love it. I love taking time from my day Saturday to check out every single vendor booth because you just find the coolest things that people hand make most of the time. And, and I love like handmade goods. Like, yeah. And we've had everything from, we've had, um, I think it's roots KC. Um, they will pot a plant for you yeah. at union station. Um, <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. I think I bought like three. <laughs> That's so fun. So how do the kids, I mean, kind of off topic, but how do the kids and, and really your husband, Jeremy, how did they react when you like came home with three plants? You're like, Hey, by the way, I went to Kansas city botanical week. Oh, oh wait, fashion week. I meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
wait, they uh, so I brought home a little a little miniature palm tree. Okay. Um, and they absolutely love it. It doesn't it doesn't grow anything. Um, but it's it's a tiny teeny tiny little palm tree, and they absolutely love that. I I can't say that I'm def I'm a green thumb by any means, but that one has stayed alive. <laughs> one of three. One of three. Hey, thirty three percent. That's you know, pretty good. Yeah. In basketball, if you had a thirty three percent, people are like they're signing you to million dollar contracts. So. <laughs> You could be a million dollar uh, gardener. Yeah, I don't think I oh, <laughs> don't think I want to go there. <laughs> yeah. So we talked a little bit about the vendor market. Um, one thing that, you know, even with the vendors, we have a lot of opportunity, like Shaley said, to support local business, to learn more about really who is in and around the Kansas City area. Um, but we also have our own swag. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's that's something that I mean, really, for a lot of people that, you know, that aren't models and aren't designers, we kind of have to fend away some of the models and designers during the day because there would be no swag left at the end of the night. Um, and so I think that's something that like, you know, as a, as an audience member, that's, it's important to make sure that you go to our table because there's oftentimes, you know, amazing shorts, amazing shirts. Um, and it changes each year. So it's not just the same swag. It's not just, you know, Oh, I saw this shirt last, last year, you know? Um, and it's interesting. I mean, the amount of times that I've worn my shirt, out in the community and it sparks a conversation like oh what is that or or oh my gosh I walked in that four years ago you know and I'm like oh I wasn't there you know what I mean <laughs> but like you know it is it's awesome and and I think you and, and Lane and um, you, you guys do a really good job of, of curating some really cool logos and, and designs for, for our swag so thanks yeah the logos are, um, the, everything that's on our swag is done in-house by either me or Lane um, and we usually have four or five new pieces each season for people to purchase um, but yeah we have we, there have been times where we've had to you know call up our screen printing company and be like we ran out. What can you get us in 24 hours? And I mean, there are times like that, and they're they're great. It's say it, printing is fantastic. But um, yeah, we're <laughs> it may not always be the same thing that you bought yesterday. So we may have something new the next day. Right. You know, you never know. Yeah, and and so we've we also talked a little bit about fashion fit. Is mm-hmm. there anything coming down the pipeline with that? Or? There will be. Probably not at this show. Um, we're working through some things, but I think we're going to start doing a line of uh, workout wear that, that correlates with K- KCW Fashion Fit. Cool. That's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. I had someone ask me about puppy yoga. They were like, uh-huh. do, you, do you ever see yourself doing goat yoga? So we're oh. kind of in this oh. fashion realm. I've or done goat yoga. You've done it. I've done it. Would you do it? Can we get you to commit to... Uh, doing goat yoga at some point or we'll yeah. have to look at it yeah uh actually like where I, I live in lee summit and there's a, a goat a goat farm that does goat yoga out there um i and i know the lady that runs it so that may be something that we can we can do mm. later down the road but it's fun the goats are hilarious and they're the fainting goats so even if you like m- make any kind of little noise they'll look at you and they'll just like fall over Oh, that's it's, so cute. It's, it's cute, but it's also like kind of sad. You're like, oh, no. And she's like, they're fine. They'll get up in just a second. <laughs> I'd be like, I killed them. <laughs> R.I.P. Play taps for the goat. No. <laughs> Little baby goats. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, so you really walked us through the show. Let's, let's um, peel the curtain back a little bit with mm-hmm. you being CEO now. Um, and, and like you said, you've been president for, for how, how long uh, now? 12 years. 12 years. Okay. So you were really around since pretty much almost the beginning of Fashion Week. Yeah, um, I got started with Phil. Phil and I had known each other from some previous modeling that I had done. And um, he had this idea, he had this vision of a Kansas City Fashion Week starting. 
And um, I had actually been planning charity fashion shows for a bit. And he just came to me and said, hey, would you be interested in starting this with me? And I, of course, I was like, absolutely, I would do that. So yeah, we started, our first show was in um, the spring of 2012. And we've been going ever since, two a year, except for the year that we had, unfortunately, we had COVID. Um, we had to miss one season in the spring of 2020. Um, but then we came back with two virtual seasons and now we're, we're back in full swing. Um, this is something I've always been curious about but never thought to really ask. Um, how did you take from other fashion weeks around the country or around the world and use that as like inspiration of how you're going to build Kansas City Fashion Week from the beginning? Yeah, um, Phil thought I was crazy. Um, very first season, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, we're going to do two a year, just like New York, just like Paris, just like London, Milan. And he's like, no, we can't. What are you talking about? We, we need to do, just do one. And I was like, I'm doing two. So <laughs> from the very beginning, I was adamant, we're going to do two a year. Um, <clears throat> You know, I do a lot of research and I've been to New York Fashion Week a couple of times and watched several of the shows there. Um, and there it's a little bit different because they don't always have the same venue um, for each show. So, and they have, like each designer has their own show. Um, so it's a, it's a little bit different than what we do here where we have seven or eight designers all in one night in one venue. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but. You know, I just get inspiration from the other fashion weeks. Like Union Station is beautiful and it, it mimics a lot of the venues that they use in Paris and in London. Um, so I think a lot of our shows end up looking more European than um, some of the other yeah. fashion weeks out there. But, you know, as part of the CFDA Connects program, I've been able to um, collaborate a lot with the different fashion weeks across the United States. And um, we all come together with different ideas of what they're doing in their cities and then like different things that we can bring here in Kansas City that we haven't done yet. And then different things that they can take that we've done that they haven't done yet either. Do so, any of the other ones have a podcast? I don't believe so. Look at no, that. I think we're the first <laughs> Fashion Week podcast. <laughs> so aside from the podcast, is there anything else that we're doing really well at? You know, we have the KCFW Adventures. None of the other fashion weeks are doing that. Um, and I think we're going to be looking at expanding that as well um, in the next couple of years. Note that's, that's in the talks. Um, what else? You know, a, a couple of the other fashion weeks are doing like, like different garment districts within their cities. And I think that's something that we're going to be working towards as well. Um, so I'm really excited about the possibilities. Yeah, that, that yeah. sounds really cool. So... In terms of what you've seen both internationally and then nationally, um, what would you say makes Kansas City the most unique? I mean, yes, you, you talked about the Kansas City Fashion Week Adventures, um, but I mean, let's talk just pure show. Mm -hmm. What is something, or, or even not even, you know, let's, let's separate it. What separates Kansas City Fashion Week from even other shows here in Kansas City? Um, you know, and I've been told by several designers, our organization, we are very organized. We give the designers, the models, the hair, like we give everybody a lot of information. And um, we're always here for you if you have any questions. So um, I, I think a lot of our designers really appreciate that because they never feel like they're lost in the process. We're always, we're always very involved in the entire process. Um, so I, I think that that's probably one of the things that kind of sets us apart from other shows not even here just in Kansas City, but also like other fashion weeks. Um, 
I would think like just how organized we are and how much we invest in our designers. Um, we don't we don't make them pay a huge fee, and they receive a lot of promotion and a lot of um, show production for for that. And um, I think a lot of them appreciate that. So one of the things that um, I would say we hear a lot, and, and this is going to be you know this is going to be a tough question. Um, a lot of times we don't hear, or we hear a lot about models who want to be paid. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that is, I mean, it's, it's, it's a component to their lifestyle, just as no different as it is for a designer. And, and they're looking for their publicity and how they can get their brand out there. Um, and, and, you know, some fashion weeks do, some fashion weeks don't. What would you say your thought process is on that? And not necessarily overall as Kansas City Fashion Week, but just your thoughts on it, because you have been a, a fashion industry leader um, for over a decade now, um, and you've seen the model of how it works nationally and internationally. So what would you say your thoughts are on that? Um, I will say that most fashion weeks do not pay their models, and it is the designer's responsibility to pay the model, and that's kind of like what we've, what we've done before. Like even New York Fashion Week, the show producers aren't typically the ones paying the models. It's typically the designer who's putting on that show has a budget for their models. So that, that is where we started and that is where we have gone. Would I love to pay every model? Yes, absolutely. Um, but we do talk through that with our designers and say, if you, there are models who require fee, who require payment. And um, if you would like to book that model, this is their fee. And many of our designers do pay. It just depends on if you're if you're asking for payment. So I think that's a little bit that models and I would we would love to have a workshop about that to like educate models like you you can ask for payment. You may not get booked as many times because there are designers who can't afford it because you know they're up and coming and they don't have a brand established yet. But um, I do think it's worth putting out there that it don't sell yourself short if you're a model and you are a trained model absolutely you can you can ask for payment yeah um from my perspective as a model like I've never really wanted to like take modeling into my career I more so do it just because I love it and I've always thought it was fun so like I have never like on my application like checked that I wanted a payment because like I knew that it was more just for the experience for me and I wanted like to I don't know have the most chances to be picked by designers so for me like it's always just been like something I really love to do rather than um, like I don't see it as my job and I love that and I think a lot of our models feel that way yeah. um, a lot of models are repeat models with Kansas City Fashion Week who come back every single season mm -hmm. um, and don't require payment they just love the environment they love hanging out with us they love being a part of a designer's collection they love being in front of 800 people on the runway I mean it, yeah. I loved doing it I, I don't really mm -hmm. do it anymore because I can't I don't have time <laughs> but when I did I loved it it was great and I didn't require payment when I walked either so it was just something I loved doing so you had and, and I really appreciated your answer there because you talked about the education component to models, or, or from for models rather, um, could you break down a little bit uh, of our connection with the model board, and then um, the model workshops that we do specifically with Kansas City Fashion Week, um, and then to follow that up once you wrap that up, um, what for those that are interested in modeling for future Fashion Weeks, what is the timeline for the next show? You may not have dates set up, but when to be looking out for, um, you know 
for those next dates? Yeah, I'll start with the model board component. Um, owner of the model board, Noelle Manica, she uh, was our former mo- former model director, um, and she has taken some time off of being um, as involved with Kansas City Fashion Week to concentrate on the model board further and her family. And we miss her greatly, but she's doing great things in the community as well, and so we're so proud of her. Um, but we're still very con- connected with the model board, and we even have some of um their coaches their model coaches darcy and amanda have been very involved with some of our model workshops um with our current model director rj and um, our model coordinator aspen um so between the four of them and even noelle sometimes um we we do utilize the model boards still to help with training sessions um, for the models and then different model workshops and i'm always trying to like if if models ask me um where can i go where can I go to learn how to model? I send them to Noel. I send, I mean, typically that, um, like take a class, take a workshop. Um, and they're always doing other things as well, not just runway modeling. They'll do posing for photo shoots and they'll do, um, I know they just, I, they just did some workshop and I can't even remember what the theme of it was, but it was like a, a panel discussion where you could hear from different industry leaders in the fashion industry. So, um, it's not all just runway modeling with them, but but they are a good resource here in Kansas City. And they have several coaches that can help Kara Price. She used to run Hoffman Modeling Agency, and she is now one of their coaches, and she does a lot with voiceover work, um, which she's trying to get my husband into. <laughs> Jeremy would be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> He's auditioned for a few. We'll see if he, yeah. he gets anything. But, um, yeah, uh, they're a great resource here in Kansas City, so I highly suggest contacting them if you're interested in um, any part of the modeling world here in Kansas City. Awesome. And then, what was your second question? Just the timeline of what oh. it looks like for models yeah. to get involved if they've never participated in Kansas City Fashion Week. Well, I highly suggest coming to the shows and watching before you, if you've never modeled before, come and watch um, and, and see like what it's all about. Um, but then also, like we, it'll be like beginning of October, probably, is when we'll have our next round of castings um and we have model workshops leading up to that i know model board is planning on having some workshops leading up to that to kind of get people prepared for castings um and then usually it takes about three or four weeks for us to finalize all of the scores on from the different uh, model castings and put everything into a model roster to be able to send out to the designers and let the models know if they made it so i mean we, we try to have them as early as possible so then it's before you know well this coming season so it's before like the christmas and the thanksgiving season and everybody's not you know traveling and everything but we usually try to do a wednesday night and then a saturday and a sunday so it kind of accommodates everybody's schedules in some way that's awesome i love that um you started doing the weeknight rehearsals because um when i was in high school like i always really wanted that opportunity but always had like stuff going on on the weekends now that I'm in college it's kind of the opposite so like the weekend ones are the ones that I always go to but it's nice to have all of those opportunities yeah um, we had a couple of people in the like restaurant entertainment industry that were like we, we can't take off work on Saturdays and Sundays during the day so we ended up yeah we, we listened and we added the, the weekday night and I, it's worked really well sometimes it's busier <laughs> on that Wednesday night than, it is I mean the, that one that we had on the Wednesday Wednesday night at Oak Park Mall and there were like I 
I think we got five, through like 600, 600 I think. 600 that night in a Wednesday in three hours. It was crazy. It was busy. Yeah. On average, how many models audition for each season? It's usually about 1,000 to 1,200. I mean, we have a lot that we have to have to go through. Yeah. So, I mean, and usually between 600 and 800 make it onto the roster. So it's 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 a lot of models that we see each season and some of them are are repeat models that come every season and some of a lot of them are new that just hear about us for things like this. Well, and I think, you know, speaking about what makes us unique is we draw, we have such a big draw of of model um, you know, individuals that are interested in modeling for us that I know last year I talked to a dad of, of a um, girl, a teenager, who she they traveled from Arkansas for this. Mm-hmm. Like they woke up Saturday morning and drove all the way up to Oak Park Mall. Um, and then Sienna is another perfect example. At the time, she was living in New York, I believe. Yeah. Um, and she came back just to do the model, tri- or model yeah. castings. Um, and then she made it, of course, and now she's back in Kansas City. But... You know, I think that speaks, again, to the empowerment, the education component, um, the advocacy for models. Um, and I, I, not to bash anyone else out there, but I don't see that, you know, like with, with other organizations. And again, that's not uh, an attack by any means, but I say that as a, as a kudos to the environment that you and, and team members of the past and now team members currently um, you know, who, who have created that environment, uh, because that's important. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically with models, I mean, there's opportunities to take advantage of them, both at an agency level and then everywhere else. And so I think it's important to have that environment. And I, th- I, I know the models see the value in the environment that you guys have created. So kudos to you. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we always want to create a safe space for the models. We know that there are people out there that will take advantage of them or be creeps to them and we want to educate them and make sure that that doesn't happen um, across the board because we have models that are five and six all the way up to you know models that are 60 70 so um and it, it is a wide range of people like we are all inclusive everyone is included you don't have to be five ten six foot to be a female model in kansas city um you like we accept all sizes, all ages, all anyone, anyone. So um, Lane, who is our vice president of operations, she is um, in charge of booking models and she does a wonderful job about taking care of all of the models. Um, they can go to her with any, any question. If anything comes up in a fitting with your designer and you go to her or me or anybody on our staff really, um, and tell us that you've had this issue, a problem with your designer, a problem with a photographer, anything, like we will take care of it. Like that is one of our number one priorities is the safety of our models and our participants in Kansas City Fashion Week. If somebody is listening to this Wednesday morning or just the week of Fashion Week and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't have my tickets yet. How can I come? Like I, you know, it says it's sold out. Like what do I do? I, I want to be in on this. If we are sold out, then there are typically standing room tickets available at the door, Um, but you cannot purchase them until 6 p.m. when doors open, and you can purchase them there at the venue in Union Station. Um, Sometimes we have a few seats here and there that are just like sporadic, like, oh, here's one in the middle of a row of 12. Um, So you can like get on and get a a last minute seat um, sometimes, but 
um, yeah, if they're sold out, then just come to the door and you can have a standing room ticket that night. And those are typically, I think, $25. Awesome. Well, and the standing room, I mean, so obviously just like any other uh, event, um, you know, there's times where people don't show up. And so right. by the second half, if there are, you know, opportunities for seating, even if it's in the back row, we do as staff um, specifically try and get you seated if we know that that row has kind of been left empty or those couple of seats. So Absolutely. People who purchase tickets sometimes have last minute things that come up and they can't attend. So um, it's always worth it to come and, and buy a standing room ticket if you even if you don't have a seat um, because we can, you know, usually fill in seats if, if there are those instances where people don't show up. I always thought it was funny that Phil was the one who was like, we need to fill in the seats. And I know that's a, a, a dad joke or a pun, but it just, every single time, like it was just ironic. He was like, we need to fill in these seats. I was like, okay, Phil, go sit. And he's like, what? I'm like, you said you need to fill in this. And he just kind of looked at me like it was over it's his head. <laughs> it was over his head. I think that is one thing that's going to be weird this season is, uh, he has his four seats that he has always had, and he is going to continue to have those four seats for every show. And it's going to be hard for him. It's going to be really hard for him to just sit there and not work <laughs> and not be like milling around trying to get people to fill seats right. and do, do things. We need extra chairs. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and we've said this multiple times on the podcast, but it's like, as we wait for these racers to go by, um, you know, I don't know how many times, you know, there's there's been times where he, he will, you know, tell me like, okay, you got to make sure that you shut down this row, you know, like yeah. don't let them up when the, when the runway or, you know, when they're going down the runway and all of these different things. And I'm like, okay, Phil, I get it. I get it. And then like, then you see him like running along to the next person in the middle of the show telling them like, don't let them go. Don't let them go. Uh, but even then, like how many times we're like, where's Phil? Mm -hmm. Where's Phil? Like we could get shirts made of that. <laughs> And everyone on staff would buy one. Uh, they would. <laughs> and I think, I think everybody knows that joke at this point, like, cause I, I think it started on one of the cruises. And so it's kind of just grown and grown and grown. Like where's Phil? Where's Phil? Like, so everybody knows, even like some of the models backstage probably know about it. So if, if we had where's Phil shirts, like people would <laughs> think it was hilarious. I think. There's an idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, okay. So you have, you've talked about, almost every component of what it's like um, during the week of. Now, let's put it back in your shoes. Mm -hmm. Where are you during the show, and what is the importance of where you are during the show? Um, so that's kind of changed a little bit throughout the years. I used to be backstage a lot, um, and now I am in the front of house for the majority of the time as guests are coming in. I'm mingling with people. I'm kind of making sure that everything's going smoothly because at that time, backstage is, is set Lane, Sarah, RJ, Aspen, they're all back there taking care of all the models, making sure everybody, all the designers are good, getting ready. So I am up front kind of just making sure seating's going well, the bar line's going well, like everything like that. Um, and then once the show begins, I go and I sit in the photography pit with Eli and um, I stay there for a majority of the show and kind of like help the models if there's anything that's happening like on the runway or if like, like stop right there. Like there, there are marks on the runway, but if they're getting too close to the edge, like I'm, I'm there to be like that extra help just in case. 
Well, and they're downstairs right now, literally, pra I yeah. mean, uh, obviously by the time this shows, but like where we are right now, we're at rack checks and rehearsals. So the designers are making sure that the pieces fit. Shaylee just participated in hers a little under an hour ago. And so, you know, it speaks volumes again to, you know, not to go back to this, but like you said, the, the component of keeping everyone informed, making sure everyone's on the same page. And it gives an opportunity for the designers and the models to get face-to-face -face time as well. Um, but I would say that's, a, you know, this is what they see on the runway um, is because of the practice that is going on right now beneath us. Absolutely. Absolutely. We I mean, we hold model workshops throughout the season after model castings um, that are optional. But then this 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 weekend is required. Um, so it is a time for the models to meet the designers if they haven't done that yet. Um, but then also just we have the music for the, the designer that they're going to have during the show. So the models are able to hear it ahead of time. They're able to walk. Um, and we're able to get spacing, we're able to get choreography all figured out for the designers before the day of the show. And they will rehearse on the day of the show on the actual runway, but at, then because of this weekend, then they have all of that already figured out and it's less time that they have to spend working on those little minute details on the day of the show. This is the practice of like, if there were sport, you know, if this yeah. was the equivalent to sports, this is the practice and then Absolutely. the day of it's the walkthrough, yeah. you know, like everyone, we know what we're doing, but this is, we just got to, like you said, focus on the small details. Yeah. So Shaylee, I know you had a couple of questions in regards to life as a CEO, um, you know, what some of the struggles are, some of the icks. So, so do you have a specifically any kind of, right. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we talked about this beforehand. Do you have any icks when it comes to like fashion week or like the oh. event, like pet peeves, maybe like, like, what really irks you? Um, some of the posing at the end of the runway. <laughs> yeah. Um, when, you, when you go down to the end of the runway and you check your fake watch that you don't wear, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> that has always been one of my biggest pet peeves. And it, it's gotten a lot better because of the training we've been doing. But there are still a few that, that sneak their way in. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. Um, also, don't do a lot with your hands, like at the end of the runway. Don't like mess with your hair. Just, just don't do it. <laughs> simple is simple. Better. Yes, yes. Simple poses at the end of the runway are the best. Right. Save all the fancy stuff for like your photo shoot beforehand, exactly. before the show, um, magazine, all of that is great for editorial runway. Just, just look, you know, classy. Yeah. So something that I didn't know was like the whole three seconds, like that's, oh, that's yeah. like the perfect time, mm -hmm. if I understand correctly. And, and so it's funny, you know, there's times where RJ during rack checks and rehearsals is literally like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, but you know, and then to your point of, of where you are during the show, there's been times where I've seen you like stop or, or, or yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of fun to watch you because I stand right off to the yeah. side. And so, um, <laughs> you know, not telling people to take your eyes off of the show, but if you ever do have a chance to look over, <laughs> we'll edit know. that out maybe. <laughs> no, it's okay. You um, but, you know, I, I think it's just, you know, and, and there's been times where you've been, pr uh, designers have proposed ideas to you mm -hmm. of, hey, this is what we're going to do. So walk us through that of like when a designer makes a request and not to name anyone, but um, there's definitely some designers that love, um, making it a lot more of, more a, of a show theatrical yeah, production. Theatrical. yeah definitely there are um and some things we can accommodate and some things we can't some things we're allowed to do in union station and some things we're not so i, I have been asked for several things throughout the years fog machines 
releasing birds in Union, <laughs> like, I, no, I cannot release birds in Union Station. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> we can't have glitter about. There, there are just certain things that we can't do that I have to say no to. And uh, we try to be as accommodating as possible. We know that this is their show, um, but there are also different restrictions that we're working with with production. I mean, there are usually seven, six or seven other designers with you that night, so changing up the lighting completely with all the different colors and different things is, is a lot of times we, we just can't, we can't do that. Um, but if it's something simple like just dimming lights throughout at certain points, like we, we can work through those things, and that's usually something we can work through. Um, if we know about it ahead of time, we can work through it the day of the show during rehearsals. Um, but, you know... Sometimes we allow a few little theatrical things that pop up to make it more fun for the audience, too. Yeah, I know. Last spring, um, my, me and my designer were talking about me potentially roller skating down mm. the runway. Mm -hmm. That did get vetoed, <laughs> unfortunately. I'm sorry. My insurance will not cover that. <laughs> but I did bring them still and wore them for the photo shoot before the runway show. So, yeah, again, there's ways to make There's ways work. to make it work, yeah. So were you comfortable, Shaylee, with attempting to roller skate down the oh you were ready I'm, for it i'm a really good roller skater okay. like really really good yeah oh, ah. most people wouldn't I'd, know that no cause i don't roller skate that Shaley. often but like i can go forwards backwards sideways i can oh. do it all okay okay <laughs> all right that's I can, I can do poses i can do one foot i can like jump all sorts of little things How did we not know i'm gonna need a highlight video like <laughs> go to like long beach or something and record okay. a highlight video this is something new for tiktok okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> shaley <laughs> shaley roller skate how about i can roller skate drinks from the bar to people in their seats oh, during the like show Sonic. like yeah used to do exactly, Sonic. exactly. <laughs> i've yeah. seen too many of those car hops wipe out <laughs> well i will car hop during fashion week this year okay <laughs> okay well if well, you if you're coming to the show get ready to see Shaylee and roller skates. Get ready for it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, that's... Where do you go from there? Yeah, where do you go from there? Like, you just... That's a segue to just roll on. Be done. Uh, I don't know. We were talking... What were we even... Oh, we were talking about my life as CEO. Were yeah. there any other things, like, you want to know about, oh. like, my day-to-day? -day, um, what what's your favorite part of every day of Fashion Week? Like the actual week of? Yeah, like what's um, the highlight of your day? You know, I I really just love when we're getting ready to get the show started. There's just that, that feeling right before the show starts that it's just like, okay, everything we have worked so hard for for the last six months is finally here. And these, these designers have worked so hard. I am just always so excited to see their collections come to life on the runway. That's yeah. my favorite part. It's like the moment that, you know, everyone's been waiting for and it's exactly. all about to come to life. Yep. It's Christmas. It's, yeah. like it's that's like Christmas that's four nights in a row. Yeah. And it's always the saddest day on Sunday when oh, we all wake it up. Is. And it is. A Saturday night as we're moving out, we're all like, okay, I guess I'll see you in a couple weeks. Right. Well, this time we have fashion adventures, KCFW adventures we after. Do. Like yeah. a week, like a and a week half after. after we're going on a cruise. Yeah. So we're taking a bunch of models to the Caribbean. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'm excited. I need a vacation. You're ready for one. I'm ready for one. It's been, it's been an interesting couple of months. So you officially <laughs> transitioned from your old job to I now did. this is your full-time job, correct? Yes. Fashion Week is now my full-time job, which it has not been before. If people didn't know that, um, I was an architect and interior designer um, since 2005. So I have been doing that for 18 years, and I just retired 
from that industry and then I'm now full-time fashion week that's awesome what are you most excited about um you know it's I've actually only been full-time for like a week now so well by the time you guys hear this two weeks but um just being able to have my own schedule and just you know be able to take meetings for fashion week during the day which I could never do before or I'd have to do like over my lunch break or something so it's going to be just so much more flexibility with being able to just do things that I need to get done for fashion week when I need to do them and not have to wait until nights or weekends, um, which, you know, is going to be really great for my family because I'm going to be able to be around more like weekends like this, obviously, like I have to be here, but um, they all understand. The boys understand. My husband understands and they're, they're really supportive. So, um, but yeah, just getting that time back yeah. to just be able to have that extra time during my day. is <laughs> It's been great so far. You're it's ready been for weird. It. Yeah. It's been weird because I'm like, oh, well, I wake up like, what, what do I, what do I get, what do I have to do today? <laughs> but you know, it's actually been busy because of Fashion Week coming up. So I think uh. it's been a good transition, where I'm, I feel busy every day. Right. So you're lull, you're like, you're gonna kind of be like, oh, you're gonna panic after the cruise then a little bit. Um, We're gonna know, be like, oh, we, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Then we jump right into, I mean, next season before the cruise, designer applications for next season will go live. So. Um, while we're on the cruise designers will be applying and when we get back we'll have to start selecting and you know prepping designers for next season so it's a never-ending i mean we work you're right year-round on fashion week so i mean i don't know if a lot of people know that Mm -hmm. but we're we're continuously working on the shows even though they're just two weeks out of the year right yeah i think we've tried you know explaining that but until you really live it you don't get it you know like and and again you know i've always said this you know there's people on staff that are way more involved and way more bought in and um, just their time commitment is, is next level. Lane is another example. Bailey, yeah. I mean, there's just individuals, I mean, yourself, but I mean, yeah. we've already covered that. So it's just like, it's it's amazing to me the amount of individuals, really committed individuals that we have on our team um, that they're 100% bought in and, and we're here at eight o'clock in the morning, early mornings. Right. and. Then, you know, like you said, that four-day marathon of, of shows. Um, but we do it for the designers. We do it for the models. And really, we do it for the fashion individuals involved in uh, the community. So yeah. yeah. And we really appreciate the time that you put in. We appreciate you coming and doing this podcast episode yeah. with us. We've been really excited to have you on and share you with everybody because you're like the star, you oh. know? Like, you're like the star <laughs> at the top of the tree. Yes. Oh, no. That makes everything happen. <laughs> It is incomplete oh, without the star oh, on top oh, of the tree. Thank yes. you, guys. I appreciate like it. More like little ornaments. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys are right up there with me. I will be the tensile or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks for having me. Like, yeah. this has been really great. Um, I've, I've wanted to come on the podcast for a while, but, you know, timing and everything just hasn't worked. But um, I'm really excited to be able to do it, like, right before the shows happen this season. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Well, we'll have to get you on recap if we could. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And we'll talk a little bit about some of the designers. So one of the things that we didn't talk about is I know we were wrapping up, um, but can you speak to the um, level of designers that we have that are going to be at these shows? Obviously, this is going to be airing the Wednesday of the show, uh, of the week of the shows. Um, But I kind of want to nail, you know, I want our audience, for those who aren't aware of what they're going to see on the runway from a designer perspective. Mm -hmm. Is it new, newer designers? Is it, you know, international or national designers is it a mix what does that look like 
Um, it's, it's a mix. Um, we have student designers, we have new emerging designers, and then we also have more established designers. We have three Project One Way designers that are showing this season, Korto Momolu, Christopher Straub, and of course our, our seasoned favorite, Joshua Christensen, who is also a part of our team. Um, but, you know, we, we have a wide range of designers and they're not all from Kansas City. Usually it's about half are from Kansas City and here local. Um, and then the other half come in from, you know, Denver and um, Omaha, or we have some from Philadelphia. We have some from New York. So they're coming in from all over the country to Kansas City because they think that this is a, this is a good spot for them to, you know, branch out for their brand. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for the time and the opportunity this morning, and, and we're super thankful to have you on um, on our podcast, super thankful to have you as, as a leader of ours. Um, where can individuals connect with you um, and with Kansas City Fashion Week? Um, and then again, plug where we're going to be for the shows this, this season. Um, yeah, uh, you can go to our website. It's kcfashionweek.com. And if anybody needs to get a hold of me, it's just Tisha, T-E-I-S-H-A at kcfashionweek.com. You can always email me and I will get back to you with any questions. Um, there's also a contact form on our website that will go to one of our staff members and then um, they'll forward it to whoever that question needs to go to. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to some of our sponsors this season, if that's okay. Absolutely. Um, obviously, Union Station is a huge supporter of Kansas City Fashion Week, and they have been for several years. Um, we have Pal Gardens, um, who is who, by the time you're seeing this, um, just had our brunch garden party on Saturday. We also have Three Light and Cordish, who have sponsored our garden party on Saturday night. Um, Mosaic always sponsors our kickoff party or our after parties. Um, we have Dane Fabrication, who is sponsoring the um, designer gallery that is at their event space in the Crossroads. And then we have Access KC. Um, they're a real estate company. And Oak Park Mall is one of our, our biggest supporters. Um, and while we don't have our space within our Oak Park Mall anymore, they're still heavily involved. And we have a lot of their retail stores that are involved, either with a runway show or um, with a vendor market. Um, let me see if I'm forgetting anybody else. I don't think so. Any drink sponsors this season? Drink sponsors. Oh, yes, we do have drink sponsors. On the Rocks okay. is always a great um, drink sponsor. And then we also have um, Delola, which is Jennifer Lopez's new spritz line. So J-Lo. Yeah, J-Lo. Wow. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you'll be able to see some of those um, drinks at the bar this season. Um, so get excited for that. Um, yeah, I think that's... I think that's good. I think that's it. That's awesome. Well, yeah. again, we appreciate the time. It's always an honor to get to sit down with an amazing yeah. guest, and, and you're definitely one of them. Oh, thank you. Shayla, you want to take us home? Yep. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Casey, or yeah, at Fashion Hive Podcast. That's the handle. <laughs> um, and follow us at Casey Fashion Week as well. And make sure to come to our shows at Union Station. Um, but with that being said, we are out. Nice seeing you guys. Bye.